0: Boston College has a new AD, and this one is a little tough to swallow. We'll talk about Blake James, why they hired him, and why I'm a little worried about it. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On, Boston College. AJ Black, happy Tuesday slash Wednesday. I was planning on doing our episode on Wednesday this week. Uh, We do this every day, but I'm going to do it on Wednesday, but I'm going to get this out early because Boston College has hired their new AD. Pete Thamel of ESPN is reporting that Blake James, the former Miami and Maine AD, is heading to Boston College to be the new athletic director. Now, this news comes on the heels of absolutely no breaks, as everything was kind of behind lock and key in this AD search. According to Matt Fortuna, there was a series of other... finalists that Boston College had looked at including Mike Buddy of Army LaSalle ad Brian Baptiste and Florida executive associate Linda Teeler who were also the finalists so Blake James former uh, Miami ad they just they had a mutual parting of ways which I think is just code that he got fired. Uh, after nine years with the program. He's been there since 2013. Sorry, eight years with the program. And before that, he was the AD of Maine. He had experience at Miami in another role and at Providence in their athletic department. Now, during his time at Miami, James did not make a lot of friends. Uh, All of the programs under him, I don't think many of them did very well, especially the two major ones, football and basketball. Football. I, you know, you talk to any Miami fan, they want to be the U. Well, the U wasn't there. They were about 19 and 15 in the last, two, th- uh, I think it was three years, with Blake James as the AD. And basketball, up until 2022, when he wasn't even there anymore, had zero NCAA uh, tournament uh, appearances. So you have seen, you know, a, a program that doesn't have a lot of success. But so, why is Boston College, you know, like going after a guy like this? What does he bring? Well, he has uh, experience in fundraising, which is obviously a huge thing with BC. Uh, That was a big deal with Pat Kraft. Martin Jarman was a pretty good um, fundraiser. It's something that I think Father Leahy goes for. So, he built a new football practice facility, new baseball practice facility, a nutrition center, a few other things. He did those kinds of things. you know jobs. However, I when I look at all this, when I take the grand scheme of what Blake James is, what he brings to Boston College, I have to say I'm underwhelmed. I'm I'm willing to give anybody a chance. You know, I think, you know, I was not the biggest Pat Kraft fan and I I'm I think I was pretty wrong there. I think he did a pretty decent job. I'm not a big fan. I was not a big fan of Earl Grant being hired. Hey. I'm wrong after one year on that one. I'm still in that kind of I'm in that space right now with Blake James, where I'm just reading up on this guy and reading up on what he has done, and it has not really made me feel very confident. To see so many Miami fans so excited to see a Boston College program get a AD like him and kind of snickering at it, I mean, it's not a good sign. I don't. I'm not a big fan of like you know you want to get a guy that's up and coming like Pat Kraft. He was at Temple. You know, Temple fans were really kind of bummed that he left, that he uh, had done some really good things. You don't get that same impression with James. They're kind of like, why is Boston College hiring him? What are they doing? Uh because he just was not a good um on his results on field were just mediocre. He didn't have a good football program. His basketball team was not very competitive under him. So, I I ha- I have to be a little bit nervous about this right now. I'm not I, again. I'm not trashing the guy, but I feel like I wished when Boston College was doing this that they went after a AD that was young and upcoming. Like LaSalle, sure, you may not have been a flashy name, but maybe he had, you know, he was a younger AD or, or whatever. The co- I know definitely the the AD at I mean the associate AD at Florida was. You get these younger guys and and ladies in, and they can do more they i'm totally fine with getting those young guys in but this one it just seems to me like a father Leahy hire like older co uh, older a d who's been around he's experienced hasn't really done a lot great hasn't been a disaster but he's just kind of there and so he hires him he's also good at fundraising which you know father Leahy loves too you know that's always an important thing for boston college so i i don't know i know a lot of fans out there are not too excited about this, and I totally get where you're coming from. You wanted to get – this is such an important hire for Boston College because you need someone innovative. You need someone who is forward-thinking, that can plan ahead because right now college football and college athletics in general has changed more in the last couple years than at any time in its history. You have the NIL, the name, image, and likeness stuff. You have the change of the football landscape with the ACC possibly either getting bigger, dissolving. Who knows what's going to happen there? And you need someone at the top that you can trust. And is Blake James going to be that guy? I don't know, but I'm a little concerned because of his past track record that he's not going to be a home run hire, which is what I was hoping for. Is he? A, does he have the potential? Sure, he could be. He could have something that really pops up. I mean, to fair, to be fair, before two thousand twenty-one, Miami Sports was kind of near the bottom in everything in in college athletics in terms of putting money in. The only reason I think that they fired him when they wanted to fire him was because Miami was like, oh yeah, we can get all this money now and pay our players and do all this great stuff and let's get this. Insane coaching staff for our football program with every top recruit, uh, t- top uh, coach, and assistant coach in the country. Throw them all on one staff. Let's get the AD from Clemson. We'll bring him in. So they, I, it's credit to them. They, they were forward thinking there. That being said, James did kind of earn his way out the door too. So I'm not sure that that was the best move here. So I, I, you know, if I was to rate this higher on a scale of one to 10, 10 being it's a home run higher, that's I mean, when Halfley got hired, I was at like a nine. I thought that was like really a solid pick. I loved it. And when, you know, Earl Grant was hired, and again, I said, I'm wrong about this so far. I had it bit about a three. Where do I put this? I'll give it a four. I, I think I'm going to rate this a four. Like a little bit more excited than Grant. It's not a very, um, I'm not a very optimistic person about this right now. But luckily, you have some things in place here. You have a good coach in football, hopefully. You have a good Uh, basketball coach you have some other good programs I mean lacrosse they can't screw that up they just hired a a hockey coach so they got some things in general that that are in place but I'm going to talk in a moment what Blake James has to do to fix bc sports and what he can do in the next couple years to maybe shut shut the Dodgers like myself up we'll get to that in just a moment our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs in sports info find all of the latest odds news and sports developments including this year's basketball playoffs major league baseball scores fights and even next year's nfl futures bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs esports and more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action head on over to bet online where the game starts locked on boston college here aj black we're talking about blake james the new ad reportedly for boston college now there's been a few uh people out there that have uh, voiced their opinion and i want to read you two major ones mike DeMoro, a who goes by at bc genius he's a sports columnist at the new london day uh, he had his comment that said, "I have a friend who is an AD at a D1 school on the East Coast. Just texted. I know Blake. He's a terrible hire. He couldn't even get to an interview at Nevada last month. #EverToExcel." So yeah, that happened. And then, but let's let's be fair too. Jim Paquette, who used to work at Boston College, he had a completely different viewpoint of uh, the Blake James hire, and he said. Extraordinary hire by Boston College has the experience and relationships across the NCAA and ACC to position BC Eagles for the future. Will be a tremendous fit in Boston College in Chestnut Hill. Excuse me. So you see there's different there's different um, viewpoints here. BC genius uh, and uh, Pete Jim Paquette. So uh, sorry, Mike DeMauro and Jim Paquette. I should go by his real name. Right. Well, where does what does Blake James have to do? Right. What does an AD do? Behind the scenes that gets a program moving. Well, first of all, I think it's coaching. Right, you get the coaches, you get your 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 guys in, and you make the hires for new new uh, head coaches. So, where is Boston College at right now? Football, you're all set. You got Jeff Haffley here. He's not going anywhere, uh, at least for a couple more years. So, you should be good there. Same thing with men's basketball. Right now, you're looking okay you know Earl Grant I think the second year should be a lot of fun to see where he's going to be able to take this program because we just found out on Monday that Demar Lankford is returning to the program so which is not a surprise but you have your 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 deck uh you got a full deck going into the 2022 season so those two hires are good you just hired Greg Brown already for hockey with uh Pat Kraft in the hockey advisory board to uh to hire Greg Brown to replace Jerry York You should be okay with women's basketball for now. I still don't know what's going on uh, with the Joanna McNamee losing like half of her roster due to the transfer portal, but that's not for here or there. We'll talk about that at some other point. But there is a major hire that I think is really important and can't be undersold that that Blake James needs to make, and that's the future of Mike Gambino. Now, Gambino and the baseball program, they just finished an absolutely, really, I I don't want to be mean, but a really tough season. They went 5-25 and 25 in the ACC. Their pitching stats and bat- baseball stats, I said this last week, were in the de- dead bottom of every, almost every possible category you can think of. They had an e- team ERA in, in conference over 8. I think it was almost close to 9. Um, and it just seemed like they took a huge nosedive from the year before. So you have to wonder, is this going to be James's first move? Is he going to have to make a decision on what to do with Gambino? Because... Let's be frank here, folks. It's been a couple of years since BC baseball, and I'm saying, you know, those years where they beat Miami um, in the AC uh, in the NCAA's since BC has been relevant, and they they seem like they've they've gone completely in the wrong direction. So you have to wonder: is he going to be the guy that pulls the trigger here and makes his first hire with baseball? Because you can argue, and many of you probably are going, yeah, sure is AJ. That that baseball needs a change at the top. So that would be the first thing. Now the second thing uh, is something that people have brought up as well. Now it's to continue to build this NIL pipeline, you know, programs, whatever they need on Boston College to make sure these kids are getting paid. So every other school, I mean, you just he could just look at his old program. Miami is getting kids paid left hand over foot. Uh, there's there's a lawyer down there that I feel like is getting a lot of kids' contracts with different, um, different marketing companies and things like that. BC needs something like that up here. You know, we just saw it in the last year. The two big ones I can think of are Brevin Galloway and Zay Flowers getting new cars. But you want to get more. Why isn't Phil Jakovic out there getting things? You know, he is going to be a possible first-round draft pick. Market the heck out of this guy because... Yeah, he needs to get paid so you can show other players they can get paid. But it's a perfect opportunity for Boston College to get back out there and have their players have their faces on different products so kids can see them or on TV, internet, all that good stuff. So they need to get some programs built up so that local community businesses, bigger businesses. I mean, BC has tons of wealthy donors. They've got guys that will do it. I mean, guys that are are, are big uh, BC fans that will you know pay to have a kid um, you know, get a good deal for Boston College. So he's going to explore that, and of course, he's going to have to do that within the context of a Catholic school like BC because they're going to want to make sure that the the NIL deals kind of align with uh, what they're doing for our you know the values of BC. But in the end, you you need to do it because otherwise, other programs are going to come in and start stealing players like they almost did with Zay Flowers. So that is another massive goal that he's going to have to do and it's one that it could be tricky because again you you need BC guys the the local guy, local businesses that see Boston College sports are probably not interested unless they have a BC connection but there should be plenty of programs out there and with don- with donors that are alumni that will pick up a BC kid to pay him to to stay at BC so i think that's going to be another big uh factor to watch for Blake James and then all the other little pieces, whether it's being a voice in the ACC in terms of getting a new media deal, like helping out Jim Phillips or or making sure BC is positioned for whatever changes come down that road, because there you look at what's going on in the NCAA and football and you see the revenue streams going to the SEC and Big Ten you have to worry a little bit about the future of the ACC because it looks like they're going miles below. And if that happens, a, a school like Clemson, a school like Florida State might say, peace out, I'm going to the SEC, or another school might you know, figure out a way to get out of that too. If BC notices that and has the opportunity to jump ship, and maybe a Big Ten might be interested in BC to get that big market in Boston, maybe that's a move he has to make maybe it's something that he has to look at but I think he's going to have to be a leader and be a real, uh, real really show his vision in terms of how that program can move forward and then donations again get that money I mean it's an easy thing to say but like you need to continue to build capital projects at Boston college. You can't slow down because now you have a basketball practice facility coming in or baseball practice facility. You need to start looking at things like renovating Conti forum, renovating alumni stadium, you know, either maybe tearing one down or building of a hockey uh, only facility. I mean, these are all things that could happen, right? You could have, you have all this new land at Pine Manor that you could build a hockey f- specific facility just for the hockey team, or you could, uh, you know, find more land that you could do it across the street and at the at, in Brighton. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know what 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 availability that they have to do something like that, but it's it's all stuff that they can think about, right? You know, there's the, I mean, you don't want to do it now, but there's that lawn now in front of uh, Alumni Stadium where there's some tailgating. But if you need to take it away to build something, you do that, right? So there's some bigger things that he's going to have to look at and and work with Father Leahy and the um, administration on how to push these programs forward so they don't slide. Because, you know, I think BC Sports is at a crossroads right now where there's some programs that are doing well. Obviously, lacrosse, we'll talk about them in our final segment, is one of the premier uh, programs in the country. You've got women's basketball doing pretty well. You've got uh, basketball doing better. But then you have some of the other programs that are not, like men's tennis is had yeah, a real bad year. And you have some other teams that are doing the same thing. So what do you do? Where does this program go? That'll be Blake James's question to answer, and he's going to probably be announced in the next couple of days. So stay tuned to BC Bulletin for all your updates. In our last segment, it's time to talk a little lacrosse, and we're going to talk about their final game of the season that ended in heartbreak. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often painless and sometimes intimidating, quite painful and sometimes intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry? You happen to have all the access you need on your computer with RockAuto.com at home and in your. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain auto when you can go to Brock Auto and save? The prices are reliably low for every customer, and it's a family business serving do it yourself for over 20 years. All you have to do is head on over to their easy-to-use website, put in your make and model, and boom, everything they have will come up, including brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new car Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their Here buzz box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. So, we're going to go from me being a bit of a pessimist to being uh, just bummed about the end of the season for the BC Women's Lacrosse team. BC Women's last week beat Maryland to head to the finals where they got their Third chance at beating number one undefeated UNC, and they fell just short in an absolute classic of a game in Maryland. They were down by two with only a minute left, and they scored a goal. To become, I think it was Cassidy Weeks scored a goal uh, to bring it within one, and they just didn't have enough time to mount another comeback. I mean, they had a great comeback against Maryland a couple days before, but this comeback was good too. But how does this team end? Like, what what is your takeaway from a game like this where they were so close and they didn't get it? You had to be proud. There's nothing you can do but be proud of the, the, these these women because they played their butt off all year long. They played some really good teams. I mean, UNC is 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 great. They never lost a game this year, and BC got three cracks at them twice. They only lost by one goal, so that shows you how good BC was. And they and. You you got to see again why Charlotte North is one of the best athletes Boston College has ever had at any sport. As she made some incredible plays during the game, and I I, I tweeted about it, but I watched her shoot her penalty shot, and she has this really cocky wind up. I, I, I consider it cocky, uh, wind up, but it's it's awesome. It's really it's got swag to it. You know what I mean? It, she winds up and then she just unloads. That goalie has no chance of stopping her shots. Um, and she's just great. She's an all-around you know, generational player at women's lacrosse. But it's not just Charlotte North. I mean, there were other players. Jen Majid, uh, Bell Smith, I said Cassidy Weeks, and Rachel Hall had some great saves at Goalie, too. A great team, and, you know, Akisha Weinstein-Walker, the, the head coach, has put together a program that now has five finals in the last four— uh, f- sorry, five straight finals. They've only won one. When you make it to the finals that many times, you're building something here. And it's not just because of Charlotte North. You've had other players that have been really good, too. And Sam Apuzzo was only here a couple of years ago. You had Kenzie Kent. You have, you you know, up and down. And they've had some really, really talented players here at Boston College. And you're building a program that has sustainability, that is becoming one of the premier programs in women's lacrosse in NCAA Lacrosse, they are so good, and I agree with the folks out there that wish there was a men's lacrosse team because it just seems like the popularity of the sport is just taking off. There were eight thousand people at that game on Sunday. Now, you know that's only the sixth, uh, sixth highest total at a, at a finals, but that's that's a great number for a, a, a sporting event like this. That's not basketball, It's not football, not hockey. Real I mean hockey. I think it's almost as good. You know, I'm not sure if it's as good as the NCAA first and Four, but it's a it's a good turnout for that, and it's just continuing to grow. You see lots of young girls in Charlotte North jerseys, uh, waiting to get autographs from her, going to her camps. This this team was is an absolute joy, and and you know people have asked me why didn't you cover them more? I I run a a site by myself. The, the income that we make from it, I don't have enough to bring in a full time writer, and I don't know a ton. I have to admit, you know, I'll be real with you. I love watching lacrosse, but it's not my cup. It's not my thing. And um, I just, I have to say, I did enjoy watching a lot of these games this year. And um, I I think you're going to enjoy seeing where this program goes forward because they have talent coming back. I mean, Bell Smith looks to be the next big score for this team. We'll see if how they kind of turn the page now that Charlotte North is gone. Uh, But, you know, congratulations to them. There's nothing wrong with losing a national title game. You you always want to get the W, but you know at the end of the day, you 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 tip your cap and you move on and, and you congratulate yourself on a on a war well played because I mean they've played some heck of a, some good teams this this postseason and they beat them all except for UNC. Now the last piece of news I just I kind of alluded to it really quick. Demar Langford is coming back to Boston College basketball. And uh, that's great for BC because now they have their uh, front five, uh, starting five basically set in stone. You have the Langford brothers, Demar and Mackay, both are returning. those were both kind of question marks heading into uh, this season, but they're all coming back. You have Jaden Zachary, you have Quinton Post at the center, and I imagine TJ Bickerstaff will probably be the, the play the four. So Earl Grant has his starting five, and I like it. I like what they have there. Now after that. You have Mason Madsen, the transfer from Cincinnati. You have the four freshmen on the bench, and you have CJ Penna, who's I don't know much about. I have to be honest, coming from uh, a D two school, and he, you know, he had that D two school, he had like twenty three points a game, ten rebounds. But obviously, that's not going to translate to ACC. But we'll have to see what he can bring off the bench. And of course, uh, Devin McLaughlin, when he when Earl Grant was just interviewed last week by the Athletic, they he talked about the freaky. Um, wingspan that McLaughlin has. I think it's seven two and we haven't even seen him play yet. He's going to be a red shirt freshman next year. So I think it's interesting to see where this program goes. I think they still have one more roster spot left too. So they might not be done on the transfer portal front too. So we'll have to see. I mean, I, I would think maybe they go for a big, but we'll have to wait and see what Earl Grant does. All right. So to wrap this up, a few quick things. Um, I want to send a special shout-out. I don't think he listens to this podcast, but I do appreciate him. To Tyler Calvaruso from 247 Sports. He writes for Eagle Insider. I got to know him a little bit from press conferences and such. Uh, Who's moving on to a new position in their network. He's going to cover Penn State. And I just want to wish him happy trails. He did a great job covering BC in the recruiting. And finally, just from – site for not website, for podcast news, excuse me. We are now in off-season mode, and this is more chance. I, I apologize I didn't get a chance to tell you guys. I went on vacation last week. I got a cry. It was nice. I didn't have to do much sports-related, got to have a chance to, to recharge. We're, we get a chance for a couple months to kind of bring this down. We're doing three days a week, so we're going to do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So starting this week, it's Wednesday. This is our Wednesday episode. I'm going to release it on Tuesday, but it's for Wednesday. Uh, but we'll have our next episode on Friday, which uh, if anything else breaks, we'll have all that to talk about, get some more football talk, and everything in between. Thank you all so much for listening. This is AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at Black underscore BC or at LockedOnBC on Twitter as well. Take care and see you soon.